Packers all the time. Matt LaFleur has to do more to make it better for him. That said, he did, uh, Jordan Love did not play well enough last night. And that's what happens with first-year starters. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically them. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts <laughs> work. It's Jason Wildey on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Also sponsored by Century Foods. Win two tickets to see Green Bay host Kansas City on Sunday, December 3rd. Compliments of Century Foods. Find the weekly code on Century's Facebook or Instagram and enter to win. He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wildy. Joins us three times a week, but I know he's always excited to join us on Dude Friday. Good morning, Jason. What's up, dudes? What up, guy? Hey, man. Jace, can I ask you a question real quick? I like sure, Jace. Fella. Jace is good. People call you Jace. Jace Sternberger. No, you're like, better than Jace Sternberger. Yeah, right? you're much better. Jason. Lobar. If you yeah. got fired, which is the way I kind of look at being traded, because they're essentially saying, look, we got something better than you. We're moving on. If you got fired from this station... Would you want to hear from Craig Carmazan saying, hey, Jason, thanks for all the things you've done for the station? Thank you for your service. Yeah. And, and uh, where I'm getting to is, you think Razul Douglas wants to hear from Mark Murphy? Uh, no. No. I this is how out of so. touch I think they are out there. Yeah. Um, look, a couple things. First of all, um, you don't know something that I don't, right? Ooh, I like these. Okay, I just, I don't, I, I just want to be okay. Just want to make sure that my employment is still uh, safe. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can ask Craig all, for you. And, I mean, Craig joins us next, Jason. I know, we can, we can ask yeah. Craig for you if you're a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, I'm always nervous. <laughs> um, so, a couple things. One, like they didn't fire Rasul Douglas because they had something better. They fired Rasul Douglas by trading him uh, because they're tanking and their general manager doesn't quite exactly know what the meaning of that. It's not like a full-on tank. It's just a, a baby tank. Yeah. But, it, it, it you know, I really don't think, if we're being honest, it has anything to do with Rasul Douglas's level of play. Like, they, they, they can't deny that, frankly, he was their best corner this season for seven games. Played – Played most consistently, was on the field, had some hiccups, but played well. Secondly, um, no, what I want is what Leonard Williams got. You guys, uh, I, I don't did know if see you guys that. Saw yeah. This. yeah, Evan Cohen talked about it on, uh, on, um, on Sportsmanlike the other day. That basically, you know, they called him a couple days ahead of time before the trade deadline and said, look, here's what happened. The Seahawks called and they're interested in you uh we weren't planning on trading you but they've expressed an interest and we thought you know this is something you should know about and we wanted to have you be part of the process um you know, we're not going anywhere obviously this year we can get an asset for you um but we don't want you to be blindsided by this um to me they still traded him uh, they traded him to a team that's contending, just like uh, Russell Douglas got traded to. But the it's it's a huge chasm between what the Giants did and what Russell Douglas had happened to him, in which Russell Douglas got a call from Goody, 
who admitted in the press conference that the Bills had reached out to him a couple of days before mm-hmm. the trade deadline to express interest, and he said he wasn't interested in trading him. So he had the same amount of time as the Giants did. And Rasul Douglas is so not expecting being traded that he told the Bills media that he hung up on Goody thinking it was a prank. And it wasn't really him. So uh, if, and I don't want to say Aaron Rodgers was right about everything, because I think that's an overstatement. But this is another instance of, you know, this isn't 1992 when you were playing. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a league where you can be a little more considerate of people and still trade them and still do what you think is right for your organization while also being human to the player that you're escorting out of the building. And so I I just, I thought that that giant story and Lord knows the giants have their own problems, but I thought that giant story even made it even clearer that Goody learned nothing from the Rogers saga when it came to interacting with players. Speaking of Goody and speaking of Evan Cohen, he was on your show, Evco was yesterday, talking about uh, how he believes this move shows that Goody is just trying to save himself and make sure that he is in self-preservation mode instead of necessarily building the best team for the Green Bay Packers. How did you react to that? And is, do you believe that's a fair assessment from Evan Cohen yeah, on Sportsman I, Mike? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he meant, Gabe, that this specific move, I think what he was saying was... Um, that if they were to finish, you know, in the top five of the draft, I think they're sixth right now if the season ended today, and he drafts a quarterback, that that would be a self-preservation move uh, because then it would buy him more time as the general manager. So it would it would save his job potentially. And I'll be honest with you, as is often the case, because as I tease him, he is a genius on the radio. I mean, on the air, he's, I, I just, I don't know how he does it. Uh, and Tausch has got that to him too, where everything can be a topic and every, he looks at things ways that I never did. Uh, I never thought of it that way for Goody. Um, I, I kind of figured that he would be stubborn and give his guy, his handpicked guy, every chance he got to succeed because Otherwise, if Jordan Love fails, he will have essentially blown up the entire operation for nothing. And I know he got two great seasons out of Rodgers who was pissed off, and there's certainly value in that. That's not a reason to draft a guy, in my opinion. But, yes, that would be valuable from the Jordan Love selection. But I I figured that here's a guy that, in my experience, does a terrible job of ever admitting that he's wrong. I mean, he still won't admit that he completely botched the – Devonte Adams situation. Um, I, I have a hard time imagining him admitting he was wrong by drafting a quarterback high in next year's draft. But the more Evan talked, the more that part of it made complete sense to me because it would potentially reset the clock for him and buy him more time. So again, I don't know what they're going to do. I still believe two things. One, that all along, this has been a two-year evaluation. I know Goody said uh, these next 10 games are important in his love evaluation, and they are, but I don't think that they're definitive. I think it, it, he wants to see things moving in a much more positive direction. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think it's, well, if he's not great, 
by the end of these next 10 games, then we're going to go draft a quarterback. I, I don't think that's the case. And the, But the other part of it is I think things are going to get better. I, I really do. I, they're not better without your best corner on the field, and I don't think they help their chances of beating the Rams this week with this trade. But I still think that by season's end, they're going to figure some things out in the last month, month and a half of the season. They're going to start to look like a team that – Still isn't very good, but isn't nearly as god-awful as they've looked these last four weeks. How many more games do you need, Jason, to evaluate love? I mean, you don't need to go into next 27. season. Do you, do you need to go into next season? If I do. I Look, Chewy, I, I, and, and I've, I've said this to a couple of the coaches now, uh, and I said it to Goody on, on Wednesday. Um, when he said after the draft, that, that the idea is for these guys to grow together. Uh, I have to admit, I thought the logic made a lot of sense. And I, that's what I said to him. Um, and now after seeing it in practice, uh, and unlike him, I can admit I was wrong. Uh, I was wrong. I, I think that it is, it has been way too challenging to get an evaluation of Jordan Love because you see just these mistakes all across the board. And then you add in the fact that their offensive line is nowhere. We, we expected, what do we expect this season? That they would do a lot of play action passing. They would run the ball mm-hmm. a lot with Jones and Dylan and their offensive line where, where they were so veteran and experienced would kind of carry them and make life easier for love. Well, none of that has happened, right? Like, Aaron Jones has missed a ton of time. A.J. Dillon has been bad in his own right. And then on top of that, the offensive line, after losing Bakhtiari, has been, shall we say, inconsistent at best. So that whole idea was flawed because those pieces have not been there. And then you got guys running wrong routes. You got guys not winning 50-50 balls. Like if, and we were talking to Tom Clements yesterday. And, you know, he said, I don't really remember, you know, what it was like in, two, you know, in terms of how Aaron's numbers were in 2008. And oddly enough, I have them sitting right in front of me. <laughs> and they're way better, right? Yep. They're like his passer rating 20-some points higher. He had 12 touchdowns against four picks after seven games. They had a four and three record. I understand they went one and seven in those one-score games, and that's how they ended up six and ten. But it sure as hell wasn't because of him. But – he also had that, and we've been, I, Gabe, you know this, I said this to you at the start of the season, the difference between what Rodgers had around him and what loved him. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. This idea was flawed, and I admit that I was wrong to buy into it now that I've seen it in action. That's why I think that it has to go all the way into next season to evaluate, because you have to wait until these guys know what the hell they're doing. And your hope would be that they'll know better in the next 10 games and that'll increase, but like these wide receivers, man, like, and, and what I think is interesting, I know we got to go, but Puka Nakua is coming in here on Sunday and I'm looking at him and now I'm asking myself, is that scheme? Is that he's been coached better? Is that just that he's special? Cause there's a rookie without Cooper cup at the start of the year yeah, who came in mm-hmm. and has been productive mm-hmm. And so do I have to look at that and go, hey, if this kid can do it, why the hell can't these guys do it? Well, it also helps to have other veterans around. Like, yes, and Cooper, you know, even even though Cooper Cup, who is obviously a tremendous wide receiver, isn't there, like, it's not like 
it was Puka Nakua and a bunch of other rookies in two second guys. Well. And Tucker Craft. Yes, yeah, and Tucker Craft. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, they've got Tutu Atwell and yeah, they they've just got other you know, guys around. I mean, Tyler Higby tight at end. tight end. Yep. And, you know, they they For had sure. other things there. But the reason why I'm concerned, Jason, and I think that I could I could know by the end of the year. I feel like I'm in a very similar spot as I was after or heading into the season. So I'm going to ask you this question: What's the best throw or play Jordan Love has made this year? Um, hold on, let me pull up my uh, montage that I put together of uh, <laughs> Jordan Love uh, brilliance because Tausch got after me a couple weeks ago um, for suggesting that I have seen flashes of brilliance. He thought I was a complete idiot, uh, which I respectfully disagree because I do believe there have been some of those moments. I, I guess, but there have not been a lot of them. I, I, um, I, I Jason, I don't think there have been. Like the best throw, okay. the two that stand out in my mind, the back shoulder throw that was the game-winning touchdown against the Saints to uh, Romeo, and then yeah. honestly, yeah. when he made something out of nothing, but because nobody else knew what they were doing on the play, play three last week when alignment, it was an RPO, nobody ran a route except for Dobbs who ran a go there route. There was no P. Yeah, <laughs> there was no pass, and he decided to pass. So then right. he scrambled around and made. And it was a great throw to the sideline, a great catch. Unfortunately, there was alignment downfield, so it didn't count. But like those are the those are the only two that really stand out where I went, oh, okay, there's something here, and that's too little. Yeah, no, there there definitely have not been enough. Um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna use as a crutch my uh, view of um, what they've surrounded them by. Uh, I thought the the play design and the execution of the screen pass. That got 51 yards to Jones in the opener was one. Uh, you know, Love carries out the fake to the left, throws off balance right where he needs to on time to uh, Aaron Jones. Actual blocking occurs from the offensive line on a screen, which we haven't seen all that frequently. He had that touchdown to Dobbs, too, in Chicago where he back-shouldered it and put it just where it needed to be. Um, there's the throw uh, against the Saints. It's a downfield throw to Dobbs along the left sideline where he puts it right on the yep. mark, and Dobbs falls out of bounds. Um, let me keep scrolling here. Yeah, so it's not. There's Jaden Reed deep ball? My phone. Yep. Jay, he had a great throw to Jaden Reed. I just Here's the one thing that I would like to see even more than brilliance, Gabe. I would like to see more on – time in rhythm hits his back foot and throws the football and I, I don't know how much of that is guys aren't open I don't know how much of it is he's not confident that guys are going to be where they're supposed to be I don't know how much of it is just him not being decisive enough but that like he has a throw uh to pick up a first down in Vegas uh, or maybe it was Denver where he hits Reed going, I think it's Vegas. He's, Reed is coming to the left sideline. Uh, it's it's in the, like, just outside the red zone is where the, the play starts. And Reed runs an out route, and he hits, he hits his back foot. The ball comes out on time. Reed is turning as the ball is still in the air. 
he catches it. It's it's only it picks up like a third and seven. It's not the big. It's not a huge play by any means, but it's one of those things that I have not seen frequently enough, where it the offense runs on that play the way it is designed. All the times that we complained about how Rodgers was always going off schedule and it he just didn't run the the Matt Lafleur offense, and there's that portion of the fan base that was so excited to see hey, we're going to run Matt LaFleur's offense this year, and Rodgers isn't going to do what he wants. Well, I haven't seen it look like mm-hmm. the Matt LaFleur offense, yeah. and I think that's part of it. Jason, we appreciate it. Look forward to hearing you more at 9 a.m. on Willie and Tesh. All right, tell Craig I appreciate my job. All right, <laughs> well, guys, take we'll, care. We'll, we good. we'll pass it along. Change the way you do business. Take control, or take more control of the payment process with Fifth Third Bank's Treasury Management Solutions. Their market expertise and managed stre- services streamline the entire payment process and integrate with your existing systems, giving you more control than ever. With their suite of payment solutions, you will soon recognize new revenue sources that can save time, offset operating costs, and improve the bottom line. It's all customized for your business. Fifth Third Bank National Association, custom solutions built around your goals. Member FDIC.